Pineapples, let's get started. Pocho <laughs> here? Pocho's here, but he's muted. Pocho. Damn it, Pocho. Oh, oh sorry. To us. I, Did... I've been speaking. I've been making quality jokes. Uh, You've been making quality <laughs> jokes this whole time and you're yeah, muted? Yeah. Yeah, how's that? Way to, uh, That's disappointing. Way to, way That's go, disappointing. Pocho. The audience will never hear your, your jokes now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I'll have to come up with some new ones. It's, it's yeah. All right. it's all yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Are they all Fulham related? They were not. They were not. They were, they were Everton related because they beat Everton. Dominated Everton. Not just beat. Okay. Dominated. Okay. You know, Dominated. okay. Let's, you know, let's, let's, you know, let's chill out. You guys are still in the relegation zone. <laughs> oh, we are. You know? But today, man, today was good. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of, Pocho? You know, in football, when a defensive lineman tag sacks the quarterback and they celebrate like they just took him down, but they're still like 17 points down. That's exactly what it is. Because <laughs> it shows like, Hey, maybe we aren't that bad. Like, you know, maybe we have a chance. <laughs> no, of not you are that bad. You're, you're terrible. No, no, no. We just couldn't put the ball in the back. They're back better the than Sheffield. But now our new striker, we signed him. He scored twice today. We're gonna be okay. Ooh, We're Josh Maja, okay. do you know the story behind him? Can I have like two minutes to like to you know tell you guys the cool thing about Josh Maja? Before we get started, welcome to the Sports Bar Podcast. <laughs> I am your host Andrew Chris, Boo. and I'm here joined <laughs> by these one fantastic <laughs> host called Pocho Cuellar, and not a fantastic Everybody? host called Steph. All right, that seems like a personal one. <laughs> you booed me. <laughs> All right, you can go uh, now with your story. All right, Pocho, if you want to learn more about Josh Maja, watch the Southampton documentary on Netflix. I have to give it a he, watch. But did you know he, he, Josh he Maja, played for Southampton? Sunderland till I die? Yeah, but did you know that Josh Maja used to be a Fulham youngster? So back when he was like 14, yes. he was at Fulham. But after cool. Fulham Came gave up home. on him, Southampton picked him up as a promising young striker. And he did and really he good there, and then and then he went to France, and now he's loaned to Fulham again. So, you know, it's interesting if you want to see where you know how he started his career, you know, in Southampton when in Sunderland, sorry, Sunderland, uh, when, yeah. you know, yeah, when when they were like in like the, the second division, um, yeah, it's a pretty good watch. Too. So, yeah, I'd recommend it. You know, watch the Sunderland documentary on Netflix. We'll do, we'll do, and anyone else who's listening too, it's a good watch. Yeah, I haven't seen it either, but I've seen it up there, but I haven't seen it. There's a lot of good sports Netflix documentaries oh, yeah. on sport. The Juventus one is also really good. Juventus. There's one not related to Espers soccer on, on Tony Parker. Yeah. Which yeah, I Tony seen, Parker one. But I want to see it yeah. too. Anyway, let, let's go ahead and move on to our actual main topic, which is in soccer. <laughs> it's not so we're not, we're not. No, it's not. It's not Fulham. I, I want to say. You know what, Pocho? I will guarantee you that for our hundredth episode, if we're still doing this, uh, we will make an episode. No, we we got to do like a relegation episode. You know, like you know, are they yes. going to save? You know, something like. But let's wait a couple months but, until we know until Fulham have a better chance. Right now, you know what? Yeah, I'll I'll guarantee you that we'll have a Fulham episode. I'll guarantee Thank you that. Can't Thank wait. You. That's that's all. That's all I want. <laughs> but our episode today is the Champions League, because they are coming back this weekend again for the eliminations round round of 16 we have mm-hmm. eight games eight yes. games going on what are you what are you guys what are your thoughts going on into this week whoever wants to start can start I really don't care 
right. Um, so my my main start is this. Obviously, the games are being played not only this week but also next week, like the first legs and second legs over in March. So the round of 16 takes a long time to actually happen. Uh, but my thoughts are that the best teams seem to have been kind of matched in a way against each other or against very easy teams. And there's a couple of games that are between what I would call middle level teams, right? Like Sevilla versus Dortmund, which would be exciting. Um, Atletico Madrid, Chelsea, really, if we're being honest, also another game like that. And then one that I didn't expect to be a middle of the level game is Leipzig versus Liverpool. Liverpool are just not that good anymore, at least not right now. So that, that game is also kind of exciting. And I think the biggest game, the most exciting game, has to be Barcelona-PSG uh, because it's actually two teams that even though they haven't done great this season, the amount of talent they have suggests it should be good games. Yeah, definitely. So I, I kind of agree with you in certain aspects. I think Chelsea-Atletico Madrid is going to... I mean, Atletico Madrid is top game. of the league. Top of the league. And Chelsea is, is kind of in a groove at the moment. It's still too early to tell. Uh, they've I won their games. They've won their games. They've yeah, won, their they won games. the games since Tuchel arrived. They've won their games since Tuchel arrived. But I mean, I, I still think he has a lot to see because he's he's kind of playing the most experienced players that he has. He's not really playing um, the players we bought, even though he still plays Werner and and Silva and things like that. But on on another level, you're right. There, Barcelona PSG is going to be a great game, especially because it's kind of a rematch of that, what was it, two years ago of La Pimentada. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, for those of you who don't know what who, what La Pimentada is, where have you been living? Because that's ridiculous <laughs> if you don't know it. But basically, <laughs> PSG beat Barcelona on the first game 4-0. And then, and that was a PSG, right? And then they traveled yeah. back to Barcelona, and Barcelona beat them six to one, meaning that on total scoring, Barcelona beat beat PSG six to five, and were able to go through to the next round. And so it's a great, great um, yeah, no, comeback story. It was incredible. I mean, just a shame that then they lost to Juventus uh, straight away yeah. in the next yeah. round. Yeah, um, it really was, but. But I remember, because uh, I didn't actually watch the game, but I was following it kind of online in the chat. And I remember seeing, oh, it's 4-1. It's like the 85th minute. I was like, it's over. Like, there's no way Barcelona are going to get two goals. So I stopped looking. Only to then, a couple like minutes later, have a text from a buyer or someone, a fan of mine. You'd be like, oh, did you see? Did you see? Did you see? And I was like, man, did I really miss it? Such it. a <laughs> Such a big moment. Did I really miss it? <laughs> yeah, it's a great... Great comeback. Uh, Steph, what, what are your thoughts going into this round? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about a couple teams um, that have kind of hit uh, some slumps in the wrong time of year. Yeah. Uh, Butcher mentioned that Liverpool, for sure, I think, are, are definitely <laughs> in trouble against RP Leipzig. Let's not forget, they beat Manchester United. And Manchester United are, way, are playing at a way better level than what Liverpool is currently playing at. When way they lost. better, but better, yeah. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent better. They they don't have a center back, like one. I mean, I'm wrong. I'm not saying they're, they're not better. I'm just saying United aren't playing that well either. I mean, they tie with West Brom today. Well, you know, right. yeah, but if the if the table is any indication of how the teams are doing, I'd arguably say United 
is doing better, is in historic. Oh, I agree. United is doing better than the Liverpool. I just wouldn't say that they're that much better quality team. Well, they were much healthier, and I think that's where Liverpool is going to suffer. Because right now, remember, they've been playing Premier League, but they've only been playing like the Premier League, right? They haven't had, you know, those midweek Champions League games. They've been struggling with fitness. They've been struggling with form. They've been struggling, you know, to keep their key players healthy, and they constantly have more and more injuries and you know i'm curious to see who klopp picks to be the the center back pairing if he goes for like <laughs> experienced players that have been in the champions league you know fabinho and henderson or if he gives you know kabak another chance uh but you know this is a player who used to play for schalke and schalke is not a champions league team by any stretch of the imagination no, no. So, <laughs> yeah so i'm concerned now i'm yeah, I'm concerned about 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 Liverpool. Definitely, I don't I don't think Chelsea. Um, I think Chelsea need more time under Tuchel before making an impact on basically. I would say the most informed Spanish team in the moment. I think Atletico right now are hitting on all cylinders. Um, they have a lot of depth in their squad. They stay relatively injury free, or at least their key players are staying healthy. Yeah, um, and then. Uh, arguably, you know, you know, I, I, I really, really want Atalanta to beat Real Madrid um, just to kind of cap off the horrendous season Real Madrid is having. <laughs> yeah. So, how, so, you know, so how do you feel nice. about that? How do you feel about that? I mean, honestly, like my, my thing, right? Real Madrid is not good enough. Anyone near good enough to win the Champions League. Mm-hmm. I know it. Everyone, I think, knows it. They have one good player called Benzema. A couple of old players who are having, you know, okay seasons like Luka Modric. And then just a bunch of overpaid players who are not playing as a team, not doing well. Um, and Atlanta is exciting. You know, they're attacking. They have a lot of young players, a lot of players that have quality. So I personally would not be against somebody losing, especially because I think that might be like a good message to send to the board of, you got to actually make some, you know, changes. Because um, they didn't make any transfers this year. They barely made any transfers the year before. Well, you know, technically, that, Eden Hazard is still a new transfer. He never plays. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I mean, he's injured all the time. 2023 before he's fit, right? So, uh, you know, he, he won't he, matter. He, he'll get there. And then you'll get you'll get bail back. You know, that's going to be a plus. <laughs> oh, God. That's going to be <laughs> yeah. oh, the money drain. That's going to be, oh, my God. Um, but my thought of this, I mean, I hope, it, like, I know Atlanta have been doing as well as it did last season. But I hope they do well enough in this game. Like I think they have a chance of going through. Um, like this is one of the games I think are going to be even for that reason because Atlanta, because Ramadi don't have scorers other than Benzema. Nobody really scores goals. Mm-hmm. Ramos is injured, so that'd be the other option. Um, so I personally think it's going to be a third consecutive year for Ramadi where they're going to get eliminated in the round of sixteen, and it's going to be a message to the board of hey, we need to actually build the squad, not just choose random players and hope they work together. Um, yeah, but what I did want to mention is Atletico Madrid, who I think obviously have been incredible in La Liga. But let's not forget that in the Champions League, they back in suffer. the fall, at the same time as they were winning every game in La Liga, they only won two out of the six group games. And their group was relatively easy. They faced Lokomotiv, Red Bull Salzburg, and Bayern. So sure, you can lose against Bayern, that's fine. But they struggled to beat Lokomotiv and Red Bull Salzburg. Right? It wasn't easy for them to go through. So I don't know if they're as good in our European competition. I think it'll be exciting to see Chelsea versus Atletico Madrid. Chelsea in this moment of, 
kind of transformation uh, against an Atletico Madrid who's very settled. They've had Simeone for what, like almost 10 years now um, as mm-hmm. a coach. So it'll be a, a nice little battle. But I don't think Atletico should be the favorites because I think in Europe, their kind of faults are better displayed. Right? Who are and your favorites? The league, like if you had to pick two, two finalists. Like who well, you, it's hard because, there? I mean, two finalists is hard because, you know, the draw could make them play. Yeah, but other. imagine but, it's like the perfect, like the perfect scenario happens. And right, you get these two teams in the final. Yeah. Um, Juventus go to the final? Juventus um, go to the final? Wait, yeah, let, let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish. No, no, this is my thing. Juventus right now remind me of Real Madrid in Tidane's first season. They are really struggling in the league, right? Like they're losing games they shouldn't lose. They're not doing this really that well. They're not. They might not win the league this year, which is huge for Juventus. They might go to Europa but League. They, yeah, they're they're not. They'll get it together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it. They they will finish top four. But then in the cups, right? They have the big game players. They've improved their squad, and they've done well in the big games when they had to play with them this season, right? They're in the Coppa Italia final. Um, they got finished first of the group after beating Barcelona 3-0 when they had to beat them by three goals or more. And so they, they've been doing that well. So I think they'll make it there. And I think the other team that I would like to see there, um, or who I expect to see, there's going to be Manchester City. Uh, they're playing too well. I hope they lose. I hope I'm wrong. I hope one of in Blackback eliminate them. I do not like Guardiola, but they are playing too well. They have yeah, too much quality. Really well. um, and it's just a matter of, I think, the mental side of the game. City has spent so long in the Champions League doing badly. Can they get over that hurdle? And when they get to the quarters and semifinals, playing a very good team, can they beat them? Hmm. Steph, Steph, what what are your two finalists? Who would you say? So before I before I tell my two finalists, the only thing <laughs> I have against Juventus right now is the fact that their coach has absolutely no coaching experience before. Yeah, this actual job, and no matter how good of a player you you were and how good of you know a student you were in the coaching seminars and getting your certifications and everything, I think it's I think it's a different beast, and I yeah. think you can't really rely on Ronaldo. You could, you know, four or five, six years ago, but like I think, you know, it comes to a point where you you need a stronger squad around him, and I don't think they're there this season yet. They have a lot of young pieces, but I don't think they're there this season yet. So that's my only draw against Juventus mm-hmm. making the final. But, You're wrong, um, but whatever. Okay, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, yeah. maybe it'll be one of my many wrong predictions. You never know. Or, or I mean, I mean, you know, you know, a broken clock is right. So yeah, maybe, maybe you right. will be right. <laughs> but I do agree with Man City. I think Man City. Um, you know, I was very pessimistic with them early on this season, but I think, I think, I think they've really, you know, found the right moment to really, really explode. Especially now that Gundogan is really, really playing outstanding, yeah, outstanding oh, football. I mean, the amount of like successful runs, passes, movement he does, and let's not forget that they're doing all this without De Bruyne. So how they're yeah. doing it <laughs> is absolutely amazing. Um, so I think Man City are right now in a really, really good spot. I think. Hopefully, um, I'm rooting for Pep to get over that bump. So, you know, hopefully he can get Man City to the final. I think that's been weighing over his his head and probably, you know, the owners, you know, the contract they give him, the money they've allowed him to spend. <laughs> I think I think he, you know, if there was a season where you would say, like, the cards have fallen in favor of Man City, I think this is the season where 
where they're kind of like, okay, now we can we can make this final. Plus, you know, they got you know Borussia munching Blackback as like their opponent, so like, yeah. you know, <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna destroy them. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna destroy them. Uh, but my other pick would would be Bayern Munich. Ooh, I think just... Bayern, I think Bayern Munich are still still on the on the upside. You know, coming from last season, coming from winning six cups, uh, you know, <laughs> in, in the in the past eighteen months. You know, it's I think it's just astounding what they've built, how they built it. And it's just like a well-oiled machine. And I don't see that stopping anytime soon. I don't know. I mean, they played in the Club World, uh, Club World Cup final this past week, right? Mm-hmm. And they won it. They beat Mexican side Tigres 1-0. Yep. But Second it was a controversial goal. Only 1-0 against a team that, in terms of budget, is miles away, right? A Mexican team. You know, Tigres did incredibly well to get to the final and to compete but I'm thinking if Bayern was as dominant as they were last August when they won the Champions League, when they really were incredibly dominant, they would have won by two or three goals easily against Tigres. Yeah, but there, no I, I don't think well there was Tigres a need plays. for them to like really steamroll Tigres, right? I, I don't think they, no. they needed to go full out against Tigres. I think, you know, you know, I think it's they true. went a little. I but think they, they went a little easier on them. Zero. Mm. Yeah, but they, 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 it's no, a final. They, they could have. They need to play better in a final, right? They, they, like if it's a final against a team, you should. If you're the superior team, you should really be scoring two goals. Right? Right. This but clearly I, a game I would where, argue that the Club World Cup final is nothing compared to like a Champions League final. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one <laughs> one is a puppy and one is a fully grown dog. Like, you know, there, there's no <laughs> like you don't want to crush the puppy, but you like you want to beat him, but you don't you don't want to like you know destroy him, you know. Okay, why are you trying to beat dogs, Stefano? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, this, uh, this is a weird it's analogy. It's a great analogy, okay? It makes yeah, sense. Yeah, strange I get, analogy. I, I get the point you're making. Um, I do think Bayern are weaker than they were last year. Um, but you think so? They're, yeah, I mean, they just signed the, not the playing most, at the same level. But, I mean, the, the, think they about just signed how well the best center back, Pocho, though. The best oh, no, like, in the market. Right. But they they signed him for, for next season, though. Yeah, but you know that just shows that their intent of like just keep oh, on going. Look, a team, a team that you know keep dominating. No doubt yeah. about it. I'm just saying they're not as good as they were last year. They might still win it because they were really good last year, right? But I wouldn't make them as much favorites now as I would did in August. Like in August, I was like, "There's almost nobody who can stop them." Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking, no, they I face know, off I mean, against a lot of different teams. They might have a. They might struggle to actually make it through. Uh, I don't know. I think, okay, I, I agree with Steph. I, I think my two uh, finalists would be Bayern Man City just because of their performance lately. But also, I mean, Bayern have been winning so much lately. And, you know, you kind of wonder when that slump is going to be. It's it's happening with Liverpool right now. And so you're just kind of wondering, when is it going to hit? Is it going to hit sooner or later? And you, you don't really want that to happen uh, right now in round of 16 but you don't want that to happen later either when you're let's say like Barcelona playing Bayern and you lose Asia too you know so, uh, oh yeah no I agree I think that's so a good point it's, so it's, my counterpoint would be is I think Bayern's mentality is a yes. lot stronger yes to what like other champions have Completely. had right you see you see a team like Liverpool and it seems like you know they were surprised at how dominant they were that season and, and, and now also, they've just fallen off a cliff. And, and let's, let's not forget, Liverpool is a team that depended on their starting 11, right? They have bench players who were okay. But, like, if, once you take out Van Dijk, whoever you put in is substantially worse, 
right? That's why he yeah. put Fabinho or Henderson there, right? Like it's not the quality drop is huge. Bayern, meanwhile, they do have strength and depth. So it's a kind of situation where I'm thinking, sure, they might get an injury to a player here and there, and as long as the player is not Lewandowski, they'll probably be okay. They'll find a replacement. And they have so many good young that position doing well. Yeah, so the, many good young so, players. Yeah, uh, it's, it's Bayern is stressful to be honest, but yeah, they're they have a <laughs> lot going on for them. They have they just won. They just became the second team to win that sex double uh, achievement. I guess yeah, it's which yeah, is I mean, incredible. And it, I don't I don't know. I I still see them going on with Steph, but it it does worry me on when that slump is going to happen because I feel like it's going to be sooner or later. Probably going to be sooner, in my opinion. I, I think don't know. I think they're rebuilding their... for it never to happen. To be honest, because you I mean, see the players sure they Steph, Steph, they're always like, rebuilding. Like, they're always yeah, buying they're not the best win. players They're not going to the win like the six tuple like every season. No, I no, agree on that. But <laughs> I think but I think they've, they've done won. a really good job at rebuilding and looking towards the future. Right? They used to have like Robin and Ribery, you know, and they got then then they got Sane and they got Gnabry. Right, they, they got Goretzka, and they have, you know, Goretzka. They have uh, what's this? They got other? Tolisso on the back. Now they got Upe yeah, Alfonso Davies. The no, they just have a great Alfonso, team. Yeah, they have. Listen, <laughs> yeah. listen. So like they're, they're Bayern, building towards the future. Bayern and have been I, rebuilding towards the future the last eight years, <laughs> buying every and player. And they still succeeded the at it. So I don't think they're going to have a slump per se, but I think they're built to continue last season's Champions League dominance to this season as well. I, mean, I would not put it against them. Could like be. they're definitely good. Um, I just personally think, like I said, there's something about this Juventus team that reminds me of the Real Madrid team of 20, I think it was what 2016, um, which was not a good team really. They are good players. They were not a good team, but when the games mattered, they showed up. Um, so that's my that's my thought on it. Uh, that being said, I would not be surprised to see Bayern win the Champions League again. They yeah, are a no. very good team. <laughs> so I, want, I wanted to mention something that I just found out actually was kind of impressive to me. I don't know if you guys know this, but the dimensions on soccer fields actually vary. It's not a set yep. number like yeah. on the football. Per stadium, yeah. Yeah, so yep. I didn't know that. And I find it incredible because, I mean, English soccer tends to have smaller fields, not as wide. And I think that the metrics go from like 125 uh, meters, is it? Or yards? I don't remember which one it was. Meters, probably. probably meters. Yeah, probably meters. Um, 125. Actually, no, I think it's yards. Yeah, but it's yards, my bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yards. I looked it up too. Yeah. So it goes from like 120 yards to 80 yards, 120 yards by 80 yards to like 110, 115 by 75 or something like that by 70 yeah, yeah. and so it's crazy because spanish football prefers the wider soccer fields english fo football prefers the tighter soccer fields and so it's interesting to see how that comes into play uh, i don't i want to know your thoughts on that and how that can affect uh games let's say like atletico atletico and chelsea is a big one yeah, Ooh, I mean, well, it definitely has an effect, especially in like how you think about playing, right? Because and for me, the best example for this is a team like Tottenham Hotspur, right? Because Tottenham Hotspur, especially under Pochettino, they would have the fullbacks literally hug the, the line. Like, they'd be next to the line on the on the sides always, at all times. And so when the field is wider, 
that actually creates more space for the opponent when they attack. Right? It actually establishes a situation that's different. Um, and also for the like length of like how long the field is, the longer it is, the better it is for teams that like to kind of play more direct. You know, just send the ball up and run out. Yeah, like throw, throw it over and, and hope for the best kind of. Yeah, you know, like you have Abu Mayag, just have him run and hope, hope he wins because he's faster. Mm-hmm. Right, so there's that, that big advantage. I'm yeah. actually not sure how different the fields are for the Atlético and Chelsea, but I would assume it would make a difference, especially for Chelsea to adapt to the wider field. And I think it's harder to adapt to that in a defensive sense because mm-hmm. you now have to cover more space, but you don't want to leave spaces in between your defenders. Um, so kind of balancing that out can be a bit difficult. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. And so yeah, I think that- it really depends, though. I think it depends. I mean... In the case, like in yeah, let's use like the Chelsea Atletico Madrid example. So, you know, Atletico Madrid is a very organized, very defensive. You know, they have their block of four, two blocks of four, and then their block of two, or even block yeah. of four, block of five. So they're really, really structured in how they defend. So technically, when you go to a tighter field like Chelsea's field, um, they're going to have an easier time building that block and maintaining that block for a longer mm-hmm. amount of time, right? Because you don't have to cover as much as lateral much. distance yeah. if you can just, you know, stay within a, a simple range. So I think that really that's really going to help them. And as, as Pocho said, like he makes a really good point. Like when if Chelsea are looking to break down that a team like Atletico in a, in a wide field, um, they would have to be very expansive, right? They would have to take advantage of what they're doing with Hudson Odoi, playing him, you know, almost as a right wing back, you know, to kind of expand the field on the right hand side. They have to take advantage of Ben Chilwell on the left hand side, kind of open up, and that, you know, that opens up new spaces for Atletico Madrid to like counter attack and to be able to like go and hit Chelsea, you know, when they eventually lose the ball or they cross the ball and they're not set up to defend uh, right away. Uh, but when you have a bigger field, like in, in Spain, it's very common. Um, it, I think I think that's going to play a little bit to Chelsea's hand, right? Because Chelsea, you know, it's very interesting that Chelsea, you know, yes, they're picking a lot of experienced players, but he's also trying out a lot of new things with his current players, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, he's playing a different type of style of what Frank Lampard used to do. And I think that wide, expansive, you know, very attacking, very you know, direct in the sense that they want to, you know, they want to get those through balls. They want to get, you know, through the defense, break the lines, you know, have that, you know, have that last ball go through the 18 box. Um, I think that's going to play a little bit more into what Chelsea wants to do. But once they hit England, I think Atletico are going to have a much easier time. And I saw, remember, it's, it's sometimes not always the length of the field, but like things like the length of the grass, like how thick and how long yeah. the grass is can also affect like the speed of the ball, how fast you can move it around. You know, if it has this little skip on it, if it's very quick, if it's very hard, if it's very slow, you know, so I think all those types of things are te- are things teams definitely think about, even though they a hundred percent would deny that they, you know, they leave the grass longer and, you know, they didn't water the grass or they did water the grass. Um, I think all those little things, they, they try to gain that extra edge over the other person. So I think yeah, that's very I remember- interesting. Well. I remember back in like 2011, teams when they would play Barcelona and their quick, incredible, nice passing game, they would actively not water the field and do all these different things to make sure that their style of play worked less well to see if they could get a little small advantage. And I remember this happened in almost every La Liga game. Just you would hear, yep, nope, they did not water the field today for Barcelona's game. And when they went to visit any other team, 
the team wanted to try and make Barcelona be less good because they knew that that would benefit them the most. I was muted. Way to go. Yeah. I was going to give more crap to Pocho, but then it happened to me now. And so, um, <laughs> so it's interesting to see how, how like different small details can, can give an edge to, to each team. But I don't know. I'm very excited for, for this Champions League, especially because this whole season has been incredibly surprising. You know, Dortmund had been yeah. struggling in the in the in the German league. Leipzig oh, have man, been doing really good lately. Uh, Liverpool have been crashing. Manchester United are somehow winning the league when we thought they were gonna have injuries and not be able to 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 keep winning, you know? I mean so, Manchester City, right? What? Or, or City, no, City, City, right? City. City, City Manchester City, Man City. Oh, okay. Manchester United got eliminated from from the from Champions the League. Champions League. And so it's a crazy season. And you know, I'm just excited for more of what's gonna happen. And so going into that this like final stage of of the episode today, I, I kind of want to know your predictions or or what you think is gonna happen. All right. Um, so I guess I'll go, game, I'll, I'll go game by game. Um, I have them up here. I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so, give us give us a win or two. Who you who you think is going to win that game? Okay. Um, Leipzig, Liverpool. Um, two teams are struggling to score. I mean, Leipzig's top score right now is their left back, um, which is normally not a great sign. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I personally think at the end of the day, Liverpool is going to have enough. I think it's going to be something like a two-zero global scoreline for Liverpool. Uh, but they will go through. That being said, if Liverpool, you know, especially if they play the Schalke dude, maybe they, maybe they, they don't win. Uh, um, then Barcelona PSG, tough game. I think PSG, even without Neymar, have more talent right now um, than Barcelona do. They feel a bit more like a team. Um, they have a coach who's actually made it far into the Champions League, helping them out, and they have Mbappe, who's just an absolute beast. So I would give them the advantage, but I expect it to be close, like five four global or something like that. Uh, then Sevilla Dortmund, I think Sevilla are gonna wipe the floor with Dortmund, like three zero or something. But, but they'll go through. Juventus eliminate Porto. Ronaldo scores like six goals or something. I don't know. Uh, probably not. Maybe like <laughs> two. But uh, Juventus easily beat Porto. Then Chelsea Atletico Madrid. I'm actually gonna go with Chelsea. I think they're gonna go through on away goals after like a one one and two two draw. Um, I just think Atletico Madrid, like I said, they're good. They win La Liga, but I think against European, like in the European stage, against these other great teams, they're gonna struggle more than they would locally. Uh, then you see Bayern are gonna wipe, truly wipe the foot with Lazio. It's gonna be something like five or six nil uh, total. Uh, Atlanta, I believe, will eliminate Real Madrid. Um, close, but Real Madrid are just not good. Uh, and then City will beat Munchen Black back like 4 1 or something like that. Okay. Steph, what, what are your thoughts? Let's see. So, uh, Barcelona PSG. Um, I have Barcelona winning uh, that one. I think um, ho- I'm hoping they're just going to do anything that will be remotely, you know, good in terms of what they're used to doing. So, I'm really hoping they do. I'm, I'm, 
kind of banking on the fact that Pochettino just got appointed. So he might not, you know, have his fundamentals and, and his tactics set up the way he, he wants to. So I think, you know, that might play against him. Plus, let's remember, Pochettino hasn't exactly been, like, really great at the Champions League. So yeah. I mean, um, he got to the Champions League final with Spurs. I mean, that's pretty yeah, impressive. That's he pretty impressive. He, he, didn't, he didn't win it, though. With Spurs, yeah, who don't is, have how many seasons did it take him though? He was there for like five seasons and he had one, you know, finals appearance. Yeah, bro, like arguably with Titino took you know, Spurs from a team that didn't make the Europa League to a constant Champions League team. He's yeah, a great, no, like, no, no, that's no. him. That was all him. <laughs> that was, yeah, one season, but no, no, he, you know, Barcelona gets my, my vote. Um, even I think, with Komen, yep. All right. Yeah, All even right. though I don't like, you know, even though I don't like Coleman, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, I'll still, uh, you know, I'll still, you know, it, it's messy, guys. It's messy. I think Messi's. It is. Know, hopefully, messy. That, yeah, that's a good idea. Hopefully, he gets, he gets <laughs> anything. So, um, let's see. Liverpool, Leipzig. I think Liverpool go through. Um, you know, as bad as they are, I think they'll <laughs> rally for the Champions League. Uh, I think, you know, their mentality, they're going to have like a mentality switch when it comes to like how they mm. perform in the Premier League and how they're going to perform in the Champions League. Uh, so I'm banking on that. Um, Juventus, I think, is going to uh, steamroll Porto. I don't think Porto Good has Porto. the talent yeah, to, to kind of hold their own against a team like Juventus. Um, yeah. I think uh, Sevilla Dortmund, um, I'm going to go with Sevilla. Um, I think they've really, really done well in their domestic league and in the transfer market of uh, getting a couple, you know, very good key players, not during these, this past January, but like over the summer, I think they did a really, really good job. Yeah. Plus let's, let's not forget their, their coach is, is a, arguably a really, really good coach who just got, you know, you know, screwed by the media. So it's not necessarily because he's not talented. Um, he's, oh, he's, he's a really, really good coach. Thing, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. so I think he's gonna set up that team in, in a way to succeed against who L- against Lope- Dortmund. Lopetegui. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, as Porto said, yeah, Bayern are gonna steamroll Lazio for sure. Like, there's there's no way Lazio are gonna do anything there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think Atletico will beat Chelsea. Um, I think Atletico is is um, fundamentally a better team right now. I think Chelsea are in transition, and I think. Tuchel needs, uh, as Pochettino, uh, kind of the same argument, a little bit more time to implement what he wants to do mm-hmm. with the player he wants and and kind of have that, you know, team be his own. Because right now, you know, that team was assembled uh, by Frank. So he kind of needs, I think he needs more time. Plus, uh, you know, Chelsea has been a really up and down team this season. So I wouldn't really bank on their mentality being, you know, as strong and as, you know, let's let's do this. Let's go beat a team. Yeah. Um, instead, like Atletico, where you have like Simeone, which, if you know, if I would, if I were imagine how he drills into players for being, you know, strong <laughs> mentally and being, you know, absolute machines, um, I, I would say like Atletico uh, is definitely going to take this one. Then mm-hmm. um, uh, for Real Madrid, Atalanta. Uh, just because I also want Real Madrid to lose, I'm going to go with Atalanta. <laughs> I think Atalanta, <laughs> Atalanta found. A lot of uh, recent form uh, currently. If you remember the last episode we talked Champions League, I was saying the exact opposite, which was like I yeah. think a couple months which ago. You, you were wrong um, about again. Well, you know, Atalanta they, they were struggling <laughs> to be fair, but like now they're they've really really hit their stride in the league. Like they look like a really really dynamic attacking team. I think they finally just hit their groove again. Um, 
and, and you know, I think it's just one of those moments where uh, you're going to get them at the best time and the best form they've had all season. Um, and then last one, uh, yeah, I mean, City is going to absolutely destroy Gladbach. Like, Gladbach got there just sheerly because of how <laughs> Real Madrid was so bad in their group and how, you know, Shakhtar was good against some teams but terrible against other teams. So, yeah, I think Man City are going to absolutely steamroll Borussia Mönchengladbach. So those are my picks. Yeah, that's those are those are pretty good. I, I'm I'm gonna go by mine real quick because you guys left me like no time whatsoever. To, Here we go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so I'm gonna go Liverpool beating Leipzig. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. Barcelona beat PSG. I'm gonna say Sevilla beat Dortmund. Unfortunately, because I I think Dortmund is a fantastic team, but they've just been struggling a lot. Juventus mm-hmm. obviously against Porto. There's no way Porto will beat Juventus. Atletico and Chelsea, you guys know what my heart says, but my <laughs> my head says that Atletico is going to win that one purely because they're a good team. They have a lot of strategic defense, and they're just a well-oiled machine like Bayern in that sense. Bayern are going to mm. destroy Lazio. Man City <laughs> are going to destroy uh, Gladbach. And Atalanta are going to beat Real Madrid. Yes. Wow. So, 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 so the only places any of us disagree are with Barcelona and PSG, where I'm saying PSG go through, mm-hmm. and the other game is Chelsea Atletico, where I'm saying Chelsea go through. Yeah. Wow. And, well, but you let's hope Chelsea... we're not wrong about the other six games. <laughs> That'd be very embarrassing. <laughs> all of us be wrong. And yeah. Ste- Steph is the losing factor in predictions right now because. Pretty much 90% of his predictions have been wrong. Okay. You know, I go with my gut, people. (laughs) It's how I'm feeling at the moment and what I see when I watch soccer. And I'm like, man, man, this team is playing really good, a.k.a. Southampton. And then they just crumble. (laughs) Yeah, and then they just crash. And then you see Man City and they're like terrible. And then they start Yeah, and I'm like, you know, if they lose De Bruyne, they're done for. And they lose De Bruyne, they're like in the best run of their life. And then they start winning even more. Yeah. Yeah, so like that's amazing. So we'll see see who's the bigger factor. Steph, who's the losing factor, or Pocho, who's the winning (laughs) factor. I think I'm in between because I sometimes just follow what both of you say. When I follow Steph, I'd lose <laughs> when, when I follow. You know, if, I'll, I'll get vindication. Okay, I'll get I'll get my picks. You know what? I'll, I'll, give, right you, I'll give you one in basketball, which I said that Russell Westbrook was going to do fantastic with the Wizards and the Wizards. Bam! The Wizards so suck. <laughs> and I just saw, yeah, they suck. And I just saw a video uh, on Instagram today of Russell Westbrook airballing a free throw. I told you that wasn't going to work Oh, out. the pain. We, we have to talk about this in another episode, but I told you guys, but you don't believe me, but we'll I told ta- you guys. We'll, we'll talk about it in, in another episode, but uh, that, that concludes this episode tonight. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. I think uh, this, I really had fun in this episode. I think this was a good one. Um, but yeah, thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight. Make sure you... I don't know. Follow us on Instagram. Leave us an email at the sportsbarpod at gmail.com. Got it right this time, guys. Bingo. Amazing. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Give us, give us a shout out if you guys want. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you, everybody. Guys. Okay.